0: Never had a real life diva. Don't give a warning. Says who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should this. <laughs> warning. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Passetto. Guys, welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. I'm Megan Passetto. Oh my god, where do I even start? We had the Bachelor finale last night. Lockie chose Irina, he got his happy ending, literally and physically. Congrats to the happy couple, no surprises there. Despite Channel 10 catfishing us with their endless promos about the finale, you did not see coming. Um Pretty sure I did see it coming. The only thing I didn't see coming was Osha being MIA. What a letdown. He's the only reason I tune in, to be honest. Anyways, as always, my info, my spoilers were correct. So I've got some serious clout now. Do for <laughs> I do for do for anyway, I, do I hope for that club. I have well and truly proven myself by now and proven that this is not a fake news site. Do So even though I was a hundred, well, a thousand and ten percent sure that it was Irina, and I always stood by my claims, my anxiety levels last night were still through the roof because the Daily Mail kept running eight hundred articles saying that Lockie chooses Bella, who dumps him, and then he chooses Irina, and that obviously never happened. Not sure where they got their info from. Official fake news there, guys. Their source must have been smoking in the editing room with the producers. So Bella was gaslighted. No surprises there again, since the entire show is built on the premise of gaslighting. I thought I'd experience some gaslighting in my time, but this was neck level, hashtag triggered. No other bachelor in the history of the show has said the L word, To both women, or definitely not ask producers if he could choose both of the girls. But I mean, what did we expect from our CEO, super spreader Lockie? Again, no surprises there. It would have been more shocking, I think, if he had just accepted monogamy straight up without any questions asked. I did find it a bit hypocritical that he didn't choose Bella just because she didn't have a 10 year plan when he's not had a plan longer than 10 seconds, but each to their own. So Bella was brutally dumped on national TV. And I used to think that there could be nothing worse than being dumped on national TV. But then again, on the positive, it's pretty much the same as real life. At least you get to go home in a limousine and not an Uber. My favorite part of the entire night, nothing resonated with me more, was when Bella asked if she could just leave now. I have been asking myself the same question all season. Make it stop. Make it stop, please. Bella couldn't get out of there quick enough. She had Instagram pics to post and followers to count by Felicia. But in my opinion, I think Bella was actually the real winner out of all of this. (laughs) And Irina is the loser. Irina's prize for winning... She has to date Lockie, move to Perth and they've now said that they're going on a five-month hike. Sorry, it's a no from me, a strong no for all of the above but yay for Irina. I'm very happy for her. I guess it's the same kind of yay and happiness you give your friend when they hook up with the fuckboy boy that they swear has changed and you've got to go along with it and pretend that you're happy for them. Look... I am happy for them. I hope that he's at least good in bed. I mean, there's plenty of people I could ask to find out. Speaking of super spreaders, I am officially a super spreader myself, guys. I am taking super spreading to new heights. I got another mention on the Carl and Jackie O show this week for some of the goss that I dished out in the last episode. So on the So Dramatic podcast they've been dishing a lot of goss about Bachelor finalists and I'm just going to go through some of the things that uh, has been mentioned because they're kind of juicy. So talking of Bella apparently she had a fling with a well known celebrity. Is that right? Yes, have a listen. Bella was (laughs) bragging in the house to the other girls that she'd hooked up with and slept with a number of A-list celebs. One of those celebs is none other than Cody Simpson. Bella told the girls in the mansion that she'd slept with him and had a brief fling with him while she was in L.A. Wow, look at that, eh? And who were the it. others? Do we know the others? No, I know. Just Cody was mentioned. A so few A-list celebrities. A-list, I know. Well, God, I'd love to know who the other ones might be. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a juicy podcast. It is a juicy podcast. So... Since Loki has officially entered retirement, hopefully, (laughs) I saw an opening, an opportunity too good to pass up. So I thought I may as well promote myself to CEO Super Spreader. As long as it comes with a decent pay rise, I guess, a 12 inch pay rise would be nice. Coming up today, what is the drama we didn't see during the finale, you all ask? Ask and you shall receive. I have all the answers next. I also have some juicy goss about what to expect on Ellie and Becky Miles' season of The Bachelorette, which starts in two weeks, including who her suitors are, and there are a few famous faces in the mix. No surprises there again. I've also got exclusive details about Malibu Barbie gone wrong, Caitlin, sorted affair, and heated argument with tennis bad boy Bernard Tomic. That is so juicy. I cannot wait to reveal all about that. And I've got even more on Lockie's criminal charges, a follow-up investigation to my FBI law and order special that I did last week. So much drama, such little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. So I revealed last week that the claims that were reported by the Daily Mail about Loki choosing Bella who turns him down and he chooses Irina were false and that there was no plot twist of this nature <laughs> despite the reports that even gave me a little bit of anxiety this week. There were also reports that two endings were filmed to prevent spoilers. Also not true. But I did say there was going to be an explosive drama that goes down at the finale which would explain why Bella is so bitter towards Irina now and why their friendship has ended for good. So I did say that it was about Bella not handling Loki's rejection too well and that Irina felt really bad for her, but also hurt by something Bella did. Let me just say that there was a lot of shit that was cut out from Bella and Loki's exchange from the rejection. It was a lot that was left on the floor of the editing room, along with most of the good shit that happened this season. So the scandal I referred to was the fact that Lockie told both women that he loved them right up until the final minute. Hashtag gaslighting. But the drama I was referring to was Bella putting Lockie and Irina on blast big time after she was rejected. She told Lockie that he was a hypocrite. That he'd lied to her, he had no values, no moral backbone, he led her along, and she also went on a rant about Irina, claiming that she had manipulated him, she'd lied to him, and lied to the girls the whole time. And <laughs> she finished it off by saying that they both deserved each other. And then that's when she said, Can I leave now? But producers obviously cut it all out, they deprived us because it would have made Loki and Irina both look bad and made us question their integrity. And I guess we can't have the winning couple look bad, can we? <laughs> a source tells me that Lockie did not message Bella to reassure her that he would choose her before. There was also reports of that going around. He did, though, send her a reassuring message that he had strong feelings for her, but he never said that he was going to definitely choose her interesting. So I would love to see the receipts if they're out there for those text messages. Oh my God. Oh my God. Many of you have been asking me what Irina thought about Lockie's antics during lockdown and if she knew about what he'd gotten up to. Good question. A source has told me that Irina was obviously not very happy when she heard about all the claims made about Lockie during lockdown all the girls that he'd slept with, all the girls he'd asked to come on the show as intruders. He was a busy, busy boy. However, in her eyes, he was already dating multiple girls during filming, the girls on the show, and they weren't exactly exclusive at that time. So until he chose her at the finale, she didn't really consider it as cheating or being disloyal. So as soon as the finale occurred, they started fresh after that. Look, I would still be pissed personally, but let's just hope for Irina's sake that Loki can keep it in his pants now. I hope he's turned off his DMs and his days as our CEO super spreader are well and truly behind him. Oh my God, oh my God. So after the last episode I did, um, where I went into detail on Bella and Irina's feud, and I think I went into detail on it the two episodes before that as well. There was a lot to cover. A lot of petty BS and a lot of back and forth. And to be honest, my head is still spinning. Izzy has given me some fresh intel on the Bella and Irina feud that I thought I should just include because it's favourable to Bella. And look, I want to present both sides whenever it's presented to me. So she said to me, I didn't like Bella at the start of the show because Irina had said she was strategic and already thought she was going to end up with Lockie. As things went on, I started to realize that Irina would lie or exaggerate the truth about random, insignificant things. She said she could speak 11 languages fluently by the time she was nine, including Indonesian, but then she didn't recognize when someone said a basic phrase in Indonesian to her. She said things like she hiked 37 kilometers the day before we returned to the mansion, She said she was offered a fully paid for yoga teaching scholarship in Bali. So I started to take things she said with a grain of salt. I don't think she intended to be malicious, but I think she wanted people to like her over Bella out of her own insecurities. Bella was nothing but supportive to Irina. She would be the one to hype Irina up and make sure she was eating. So the plot thickens, guys. I don't even know what to think about this anymore. There is just not enough sage left on this whole planet to deal with this drama. Oh my God. Oh my God. A few podcasts ago, I revealed that Nathan Favreau and Bella started dating during the COVID filming break. They had dated before the show and he'd asked her to get back with him during the break and they appear to still be together now going strong. They've been papped a million times out in public together flaunting their love as if they don't have a care in the world who sees them I thought the runner-up was under super strict instructions not to be seen out in public with any guy so this doesn't seem like an accident IMO now I did say in a previous episode that Bella has a type A blue tick energy type. (laughs) She only dates celebs is what she told the girls in the mansion. Now, this is interesting because Nathan also has a type. His type is bachelor runner-ups. He also hooked up with Abby Chatfield last year, not long after she was eliminated from the bachelor. So that's two runner-ups that he's been with two years in a row let's just wait and see if he can make it a trifecta next year. (laughs) Guys, I think we have a new super spreader in our midst, a limited edition runner up super spreader. He can be two IC to Lockie now that he's (laughs) stepped back to managerial duties only now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Again, sorry. There's a lot of me following up from claims I made last week, but it is the finale. We've got to wrap this up. We've got to finish the season off neatly and tie it all up with a nice little bow. So last week I mentioned that Lockie made a number of inappropriate and sleazy comments to the girls during filming. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already because I can't be fucked repeating myself here. Now, apparently they weren't the only comments he made. One of the contestants tells me that he was constantly bragging about how many girls he had slept with in the past She says, he told us he'd slept with thousands of girls in his time and said that his number was well above the 2000 mark, but he'd lost count. Holy shit. I swear to God, Lockie must have more hours in a day than Beyonce. That boy definitely would have worse RSI than I do. Oh my God. Oh my God. So exciting news for us. The Bachelorette begins in two weeks. 7th of October is the official start date. I cannot wait. I just want to cleanse myself after Lockie. I want the wholesome Miles sisters to just come in and fresh start. Probably won't need Sage. Thank God. I hope it's wholesome and I cannot wait to see which sister is Marsha Brady and which one is Jan TBH so my ex-boyfriend he's actually from parks the same town that ellie and becky are from so i know a lot of people in that small country town in fact he my ex-boyfriend's little sister used to be best friends with ellie they went to school together one friend in parks messaged me the other day actually and said that he'd seen them filming the finale there he said ellie and becky were dressed up to the nines very glam And then he randomly mentioned that there was three other blonde girls dressed up walking alongside them as well. So there's something going on there. I can't actually figure out what that means. I'll have to do some more digging. I will report back. Maybe they've got cousins who are joining in on the fun or maybe they had an audience. I don't know. Now, a lot of you have been asking me why Ellie didn't announce anything on her Instagram about The Bachelorette until I think about a week ago where Channel 10 had officially announced it but Ellie and Becky were silent on social media. Now that is because Ellie was not allowed to have her phone during filming. She only got it back after the finale and that's when she began posting on Instagram again which is weird because Every other bachelor and bachelorette are allowed to use their phones during filming. The contestants can't, but the actual bachelor and bachelorette can. So it's weird that Ellie and Becky weren't given that privilege. They were treated like a mere pleb contestant. Now, an insider told me that the reason for this was because producers were scared after what had happened with Lockie. They were worried that they would text other guys during filming and there would be even more scandals and spoilers that would bring the franchise undone. Probably the smartest thing that Channel 10 has done. Give them a round of applause for that little tactic. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now onto the contestants, a little teaser about who is appearing on Ellie and Becky's season. And they've got quite the famous bunch. Well, Relatively famous, they've gone for some real clout chases this season. They've got a former Dancing with the Stars contestant slash actor Ab Ab, a former House Rules contestant James Harry Harris, who is a divorcee. He split from his partner Katie in 2018 after nine years together, and they share a five-year-old son. So he was on House Rules. Apparently, they had quite a tumultuous relationship during the season. I haven't watched it personally, but I did announce that on Instagram a week or so ago. So I had some people messaging in to tell, give me a little bit of background on their relationship. We've also got Damien Stone, who is best friends with Todd from Love Island. He's also friends with a number of other reality stars, including Cartier Surgeon, Anna McAvoy, Jesse Winter, Matt Sikowski... Luke Packham, Ewan Murphy, pretty much the whole Love Island cast from last year and Paige Royal from Batchy this year. Then there's Joe Woodbury who I also revealed on Instagram last week that he knows Ellie Miles. He knew her from Newcastle. I shared a text exchange between them on Instagram. Then we've got Rudy, Mr. Italy, a Mr. Universe contestant, and Small World. He knows Jamie Doran then we've got Fraser. Now he's best mates with Tim Hanley. <laughs> this just seems like to be a who knows who season. I don't know. Then we've got Tom, a travel blogger who knows Megan Marks and Jake Ellis. We've got Pascal who knows Leilani and Belle from this season of The Bachelor. I swear to God, everyone knows everyone in the reality TV world. It's like a reality... TV pyramid scheme or something. I don't know. Anyway, I will drop some more details about those contestants in the coming weeks on Instagram at Dramatic Podcast. Keep an eye out there. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So we confirm or deny. At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. Okay, I'm really excited for this, guys. This is a scandal and a half. So... Just over a week ago, it was reported that our Malibu Barbie gone wrong Caitlin Hopp had got into a heated argument inside a Gold Coast strip club called Hollywood Showgirls on September 5 with tennis bad boy Bernard Tomic. I'm not really sure what Caitlin is doing hanging around at strip joints. <laughs> Doesn't seem like the appropriate venue for our Barbie, but I digress. Now, I have done some of my own digging into this scandal and I've got some new evidence to present. Some eyewitness accounts from people who were there at the time when this all unfolded. I wish I had been a fly on the wall personally. So this saga is about as messy and chaotic as Juliet on the Lexias. so bear with me. I've put the events into a timeline to try to be as clear as possible. So before I start, a little bit of back info I've been told that Caitlin and Bernard have history before this heated row. They used to date between 2016 to 2020, just before she went on The Bachelor. They were dating on and off, but they never actually went public with their romance. Only their close inner circle knew about the relationship. So let's take it back. (laughs) The heated row happened on Saturday, but we need to start on Thursday, the 3rd of September, right where it all began. So Caitlin and Bernard went to Hollywood's club together. Everything was fine. They were hanging out, getting along very nicely. An eyewitness says that they even looked loved up. So it could have been a little date night. Bernard was telling everyone in the club that Caitlin was on The Bachelor and she seemed a little bit embarrassed about it and was telling him to be quiet, like, shut up, you're embarrassing me. He then started bragging to some of the dancers in the club that he was offered to be The Bachelor. He claimed that he was offered $250,000 for the role, but he turned it down. His words, not mine. I don't think Channel 10 personally would consider him a suitable suitor, but hey, stranger things have happened. (laughs) Now I need to preface the next part with, an allegedly, just so I don't get sued, a dancer who works there told me Bernard refused to pay for the strip dance that night, so he was asked to leave the club and then he got into a heated argument with the manager. So after that, Caitlin and Bernard left together. Now, (laughs) A little side note, just a little tangent here. Coincidentally, that was the same night that AFL players Sydney Stack and Callum Coleman-Jones were suspended after a brawl outside the same strip club. So their Tigers players, they were on a night out. They had a some sort of altercation outside this club. They ended up being fined including a $25,000 suspended suspended fine from a previous breach. And they were suspended for 10 matches and sent back home to Victoria after that. So that scandal happened the same night that Caitlin and Bernard were asked to leave the same club. So (laughs) it seems like Hollywood Showgirls is the place to be for drama and scandal. I might have to go there myself. So then on Saturday... When it all happened, when it all went down. Bernard and Caitlin both ended up back at the same club again separately. So Bernard actually rocked up with Charlie, Gemma, and Zoe from The Bachelor. Caitlin arrived with her friend. So a little bit of context here. Caitlin is not friends with Charlie, Gemma, and Zoe. In fact, I don't think they get along at all. I think they're more like Arch Arch nemesis. <laughs> they're rivals, okay? These girls are not friends. So, Bernard was bragging to the girls that he owned the club, and this was in front of Caitlin. She's then turned around and said, No, you don't. You don't own the club. Craig Duffy owns the club. Then, Bernard went off at Caitlin for embarrassing him. So, Caitlin stormed off. She walked upstairs to the VIP section, and Bernard and the other Batchy girls followed her up there eventually. So, they're all in VIP, Caitlin sitting in her booth, Bernard sitting in his booth. Bernard apparently kept staring at Caitlyn. He started yelling out things to her. She started yelling back. Then Bernard told the security to get rid of her. So Caitlyn was taken out of the club. She was really upset. Now, apparently the other batchy girls were laughing at her. After the fact, Caitlyn's told her friends who work at the club that Gemma and Charlie called the paps on Caitlyn to pap her while she was leaving, which is apparently how they knew that she was going to be there. So there was photos that came out of Caitlyn leaving the club upset. Now, another eyewitness separate to that first two said that the reason Caitlyn blew up at Bernard to start off with is because he was talking to Charlie, Gemma and Zoe when she arrived and she was jealous because she does not like those girls. So that could have been an ulterior motive for how this whole feud blew up. Now the plot thickens even more fast forward to Monday Bernard was at the same strip club with another girl and was allegedly getting lap dances from strippers as my eyewitnesses, one of the girls who works there claims. He eventually ended up getting into an argument with this woman as well. And he also asked for her to be kicked out too. That's what my sources told me. Now, they also have mentioned that Caitlin and Bernard are both regulars at this Hollywood strip club. They both get VIP booths whenever they party there. Caitlyn parties there a lot with a lot of VIP customers, including Brody Jenner back in 2017. So there's a Kardashian connection there. Love that for Caitlyn. Apparently Caitlyn and Bernard are both very well known at this venue and they've got a rep for being bratty, getting kicked out and getting into into arguments with each other there. The source says, Bernard tells every girl he will buy them a Chanel bag but he can't even afford to pay for the lap dance. I'm so shocked that Caitlin was portrayed so innocently on The Bachelor. She's nothing like she was portrayed on the show in real life. Juicy details. What a hot mess. I'm not surprised, definitely not surprised by Bernard and I guess I don't expect anything less from our Gold Coast trash, Malibu Barbie gone wrong, Caitlin, TBH. This is bad behaviour. Everybody calm down. Is a case for the FBI? So scandalous. Detective Meg on the case again this week. Actually, I've I rebranded myself, guys. I did a little poll in the Facebook group um, and the consensus was that my new name should be Detective Megapuss. So let's go with that. So I've got a little follow-up to the real... Real life law and order investigation that I conducted here last week. I went into all the details about the criminal past of our batchy contestants. So one of them was Lockie. I revealed that in 2017, he was charged with break and enter and trespassing after breaking into a building to base jump out of it. He had to go to court and he was given a hefty fine. Catch up on the latest episode for more details on that one. I've had some more eyewitnesses come forward since then. And it turns out that Lockie was actually bragging about this in the mansion. He told the girls about his criminal past. Just gonna throw an allegedly in there for good measure. But a contestant said that Lockie told one of the girls in the top five during a one-on-one chat that he went to jail and got arrested. The girl then went back to the other girls and shared the conversation that had taken place. She said to them, it was so funny. We were talking and Lockie was telling me about how he got arrested and went to jail. And we were both laughing about it. Then the girls replied and they were like, um, you shouldn't be talking about that shit in front of the camera. pretty sure that like he wouldn't want them to know about it. Wouldn't want the producers to know. Now... Channel 10 are supposed to conduct strict police checks before casting any of these contestants on the shows. I'm pretty sure that you can't have a criminal record if you go on one of these shows. So obviously they didn't do their due diligence here again. Their background checks must not exist. RIP. (laughs) Warning. Oh my God. Okay, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. Someone passed me the Lexapro. Pass me the rescue remedy, the fruity lexia, a gin and tonic, Valium, sage, rose quartz, because I need it all. I'm out of everything. I need a bloody magnesium bath, drown myself in essential oils, actually make that bloody bleach. I need to do some yoga this weekend, some meditation energy, healing, group therapy, all of the above. Seriously, I've just, I'm have just i finito with The Bachelor. I never want to hear about it again. It's destroyed me, it's ruined my life. Thank God we have a week to recoup before The Bachelorette. I definitely need it. I know you guys probably do too. So if you don't hear from me this week, if I'm a little quiet, don't panic. I'm either drunk or sleeping. Haven't decided which route I'm gonna take yet, but I will keep you posted. If you enjoyed this episode, which I know is all of you because it means we never have to talk about this godforsaken show again, hopefully, (laughs) please subscribe, rate and review five stars only, of course. We have almost drowned out the haters, so please keep the reviews coming, positive reviews coming, I should say. And to all my amazing super spreaders, please keep sharing So Dramatic Around, More Than Locky, In and Out of the Mansion more than his 2IC Nathan Favreau with the Batchy runner-ups and more than Bella in the Bachelor franchise and the LA celeb scene. I have some homework for you guys tonight. Please post a screenshot on Instagram wherever you're listening to the podcast or share the episode link on Facebook. Text it to a friend, text it to your boyfriend, text it to your fuck buddy. The due date for that task is now so please submit your assessments in a timely fashion. Thank you. If you have any requests for people you want me to get on the show, any specific questions that you want answered, or if you have any juicy goss for me, funny memes, slide into my DMs at traumatic Podcast. And don't forget the Facebook group, guys. Sucks to be you if you haven't already joined because you have missed some real wild benders in there. Just ask Jamie Doran. He's been very active in the group. And I know I have been catfishing you guys and promoting (laughs) Rachel Arahill's Tell All interview for a few episodes now. And I still haven't dropped it. I'm depriving you. Channel 10's antics have rubbed off on me, I think. I blame them. So I promise I will drop it the next episode. You can hold me to that. I wanted to wait because... I didn't realize there was a break between Bachelorette and *Bachy*, and when you listen to it you'll know why I'm waiting because she's got some tea on Ellie. Timing is everything guys. I promise it's worth the wait. So next episode on Friday I've got that plus lots more goss on The Bachelorette. Channel 10 if you're listening you better not crush my hopes and dreams. And wishes again i mean it i will come for you i will find you (laughs) see you guys then and thank you for listening to another episode of so dramatic (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh my god so dramatic with megan facetto